Hey you, come here. I want to tell you something. Do you ever want to be who they want a podcast? Then all you need is Anchor. It's the easiest way to start, and it's free. It has access to tools right at your fingertips. Plus, Anchor does the distribution work for you. You heard me, for you. So all you have to do is download, record, and upload. That's simple. Join anchor.fm today and get to podcasting. Mwah. If I'm going to tell you when to come in. First, we're going to... Yo, yo, what it do? Liz D, homie. I'm hanging out with the Misfits on the Who They Want podcast. If you ain't here, you ain't about it. Blizz D, homie. Yo, 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 you already know what it is, what it be, what it ain't, but what it really is. This is Psychedelic Chilling with the Misfits on Who They Want Podcast. This is a little riddle. What it is, this your boy Captain Capo Grown on standby for the run by with the Misfits on Who They Want Podcast. You ain't about it if you ain't here, so stay tuned. Grown. Yo, 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 this is FP3 chilling with the Misfits on Who They Want Podcast. The one and only, stay tuned. <laughs> What's up, y'all? This is Lady Tasha, better known as the Duchess, and you already know I'm rocking with the Misfits on a Who They Want Entertainment podcast show. And don't forget, go and download everything Entertainment Expo app and get blocked in or bow down, bitches. Steady, are you ready? Mm. Steady, are you ready? Mm. Steady. Are you ready? <clears throat> oh, man. I can't wait to be who they want. All right, mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the internationally known award-winning podcast show that does everything that they don't. You're now tuned in to Who They Want podcast with the Misfits. What's good, good, everybody? Hello. The Duchess get introduced. Oh, oh, all right. Yeah. All right. Really? Okay. <laughs> okay, ladies and gentlemen, we got... That's just not, you mixing up my mojo. Yeah, I let the Duchess usually get introduced. I'm just saying. Can you- uh, all right, people, welcome back to the internationally known podcast show that does everything that they don't. You're now tuned in to Who They Want podcast with Lady Tasha, the Duchess, Kyle E, the master editor. We got Lawana in the building bringing you some reality to the reality show, a real show, whatever we're going to call it tonight. <laughs> And you got the CEO, Mr. Producer, DJ Steady. Are you ready? Of course. And it's Top Off Thursday, and we bring y'all inside voices tonight. And then we're going to get into, you know, a little marriage boot camp theories. You know, that's how we're going to do it. Yeah. Okay. I'm done. That's right. That's right. 
<laughs> What's going on, everybody? So tonight, we're just going to hop into our special segment, Inside Voices, because we got a special guest on the line with us tonight. Um, um, his name is Wapo. He's calling in. All right, one of our brothers that's sitting on the inside right now, you know, he's going to call in and let us know what's going on up in there. Let us know how he's doing. You know, give us a little of his history. Wapa, how you doing today, baby? I'm all right. I'm all right. How you doing, Tasha? I'm all right. I'm fine. So we got the whole crew here tonight. We got DJ Steady. Are you ready? What's we got, good? Um, uh, we, got right. La- we got Kyle, the master editor. And we got special guest host, Luana. She's what's here with on? us. We How you doing? On the screen. I hope it's a good picture. Oh, it's a good picture. It's a handsome picture. <laughs> Thank you. You gotta make me look alright. That's right. So we fine. We fine. So just tell everybody, you know, where your name and where you at right now. Okay, and how long you been in there? Um, in prison or in Greenhaven? Well, overall, yeah. Um, when did you actually start your um, um, your sentence, or what, what was your first sentence? Um, so where was your first sentence well, started? If well, you've been transferred. Well, I've been down since 09, 2009, so I got 12 years in. Um, I've been, I was on the island for about five years, and I've been in numerous prisons. I've been in this one for two years. They move you around a lot, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 And then, that has to be frustrating because, you know, it's bad enough you're there, but then you get used to being at a t- particular facility. I'm quite sure, you know, making friends and then got to get moved and shift around again, right? Right, because you're closer to New York City. challenges, you know, going, you know, with all of this going on, being in there? Um, really, it's really like worrying about your family on the outside, what they going mm-hmm. through, because with the Black Lives Matter movement, man, every other day you hear about police killing somebody. And me, I got brothers, little brothers, nephews, little cousins, and it's like, damn, like, can they be next? Like, are they going to be next? Right, right. You know, but the movement, it was, I, a couple of my family members and everything was part of the movement, you know, uh, out there protesting and everything. So um, that was good with the COVID shit. That's another thing that was kind of scary because, you know, we all got loved ones. We got elderly and everything. Mm-hmm. So you be 
bird about that. And the head just, man, they took out visits, so that was a little stressful. Yeah. I loved the one. And, and that ain't stopped nothing because people were still dying in the head, catching COVID, and they don't do nothing about the officers or or civilian staff coming in because they don't want to bring it in. So, right, you know, right. so it's kind of crazy. Right. It is, it is. And somebody on the block say, Chalo, on the block say, stay tough. That's, you know, stay strong, brother. You know, so we all out here, you know, with you, you know, and all that stuff. But go ahead. So with the COVID and stuff. Because we need our voices out there. Right, yeah. And here we kind of like voiceless, you know. Right, well, that's why I started this segment called Inside Voices to give you brothers on the inside, even sisters, brothers and sisters, that's on the inside sitting down, a platform where they can call up, you know, on a 15 minute or 30 minute call, you know, and I'll hook them through and stuff. So, mm-hmm. and everything. Right, right. right. And really? It was a very funny, tricky thing, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Some people, a few people died, you know? Oh. And now they have shut the jail down. It's just opened it back up on Monday. Right. Um, because the COVID cases were spiking again. Right, but, right, um, right, right. So yeah. let's take it back to, um, you know, um, what actually happened where, you know, because you, you started doing a bid in 2009. Is that when you was actually sentenced? Or did you go through a part where, you know, they had to try to charge you first and everything and then take you through a trial and stuff? And what was actually the case for, if you don't mind sharing that with us? Um, it, was, it, was, it was a murder case. Okay. You know, I, still, I still think my innocence about it. Um, but, yeah, they, um, see, I, I, my case was in the Bronx. And anybody know the Bronx? The, the Bronx um, court system is twisted. You sit up. So I sat up five years fighting my case. Five years. This five years before you got sentenced. Right. I I victimized myself on that sentence because I think I'm the type that I'd rather give the credit away than be like, I'd rather be the one getting applause and like, don't applaud me, applaud the person sitting right there over there in the corner. I I don't know. It's just, and then yeah, hmm? you you I get overwhelmed. Yeah, I like being in the shadows. Yeah, that, that, yeah, like you get you get overwhelmed, or you don't want to. You don't want to seem. You don't want to seem. Uh, you know. You don't want to seem like selfish or or not humble because you're accepting credit. And right. Then, you know, and like where where's the where's the balance? Where's the balance there? You know. Mm. Right. Because. As a podcaster, and you create an alter ego, also like you try to keep so much of your personal mm-hmm. out of, you know, your business of mm-hmm. what you're doing. So you have mm-hmm. there's like we do storytelling and podcasts, and everybody has done it. But yeah. you know, some stories I might give you might be like, nah, bro, I ain't lived that life. That was my alter ego life, but right, the way exactly. I worded it and set it up, you would think it was actually me personally. But mm-hmm. I ain't no wild. 
I'm not that guy that does. I got fun stories. We've all shared dating stories and <laughs> adventurous <laughs> stories. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? <laughs> Again, y'all only will get them stories out of me if it's one of them nights I am away from my usual territory. Well, other than that, you don't get them stories out of me. <laughs> I think the last time we got stories out of you, weren't you drinking? Allegedly, but the last time somebody got a story out of me was in a heart to heart a couple of nights ago. If we're gonna be chronically in order, um, <laughs> mm. will okay. anything come to record? Maybe, maybe not. Mm. <laughs> well, I mean, like while we were recording or while we were live. Mm, possibility. I can't mm. really lay a finger on it, mm. so I'm gonna plead the fifth on that one okay. and. <laughs> Kyle, you're a trip, but yeah, I agree. I love it. So, well, speaking of stories and things like that, apparently Dave Chappelle is at the forefront of council culture again after the release of his latest Netflix release special and his controversial statements made within the special. I now they want to cancel him. I haven't seen it yet. All I know is right now it's like in the top four on Netflix. Um, and, uh, already, like already, you know, I can't wait to see what he's to see what he says. Um, because it's, it's just, it's just interesting how he goes, you know, how, how he goes about it, whether, whether you agree with it or not, you know what I mean? Right. But I'm just, with that being said on the situation, I'm like, and it's been so much going on in the media as far as entertainment world go, where it's like, you can't be truthful no more. I feel like they're stripping you of the right to be truthful. Like, I think there's a sensitivity nature that's like through the roof, no. an element through the roof that you can't, you know what I'm saying? Because I think the issue is again related to that, you know, that LGBTQT plus community type of statement that was made within it. Oh boy. And again, you know, it's a touchy feely type of. I don't know. Like now we're drawing these walls of separation. Like, what can we say now without it becoming controversy? And we got to be counseled all together. I don't know. Or what have you said in your past that you no longer believe that somebody may dig up, you know, and then try to get you on that? I'm just saying, like, I feel like we've become solely opinionated on just one person's opinion. Instead of having an opinion for our own to speak yeah. of, yeah, I uh, it yeah, it's like follow the leader. That's all. Mm. It's become that literally bad too, though. It's like follow the leader. Definitely follow the leader. You can't say this, and you can't post that. You know what I'm saying? With the recent podcasters that we've had, it's always been dealing with somebody done said something or did something or has been accused of something. And then now we got to counsel them out, like separating the art from the artist and all those type of segments we've done. But now I'm looking at it like, ah, where is the censorship at? Like, where's the censorship guidebook that says you can't or you're not permitted to do these certain things? I talk about these certain events. Well, they shouldn't be flashed on the news, in my opinion, or they shouldn't be brought to the public eye for us to make it a conversation piece. If we got to be censored about it. Yeah, but at the same time, they're said on very public platforms. 
it's not like it's not like whatever he you know what he whatever you said was said behind closed doors and then mm-hmm. somebody just happened to 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 say something to the media or something like this is said on a very popular public platform netflix mm-hmm. right or you say something crazy on twitter which is another very popular very public platform and next and next thing you know even if it is a joke and you're trying you're saying that you know that people are taking it out of context they just see it as either a mean spirited you know it's something mean spirited or there are legitimate there there are groups out here whose mission it is to just cancel people they don't like period regardless of what they say they, they if they don't like them you want the chopping block that's where we are that's where we are right now we yeah. don't we don't we don't research we don't look for for context for context clues or anything and some yeah, it's basically like i said follow the leader that whatever yeah. somebody says yeah you know yeah yeah crazy bro mm-hmm. crazy 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 world uh-huh. so um, now they got this dude father joining in the search party for him they're still looking for that guy. They're still looking for that guy. They didn't find homeboy yet. I thought they'd have found him like a week ago. Oh, That's yeah, why we stopped talking about it. Mm. I'm getting real mad. I'm like, where is he at? This is <laughs> harder than finding Waldo. Yeah. <laughs> or down in San Diego. They got, you know him, what they got the father riding around in swamps and all that stuff. Oh my God. They really looking for this dude. He better oh. be out of the country. When they find him, he better be in Costa Rica, Russia, <laughs> somewhere. Please don't be like he was chilling at his neighbor's house the whole time watching them look for him. Oh. It better not be one of those situations. <laughs> oh, like, I see oh, me, God. see you, see them. <laughs> it's almost like OJ, because OJ was in the back of the van. <laughs> You hear me? In the back of the van, but you know, no, they but they found they 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 knew where that van was at, so they 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 um, yeah, but I mean, damn, yeah, he um, they still looking for him, still looking for him. Yeah, I heard about this story one time about this dude that committed a crime. I forgot exactly what he did, but he went out. He he went on the lam for like thirty years. Decided to settle in a in a like a suburb. Took on another took on another uh, persona, like a whole new persona. Thirty some odd years go by. He completely forgets about that charge and that life he led because he's so used to his life at that point. Mm -hmm. But then, because of the you know because of um, you know technology and you know and other evidence that came up, they were able to find him. And then arrest uh, arrest him, and then convict him thirty something years later. Mm. You can't mess with the police, man. <laughs> you can't mess yeah, with you can't can mess with the police. But the whole thing about it is that you know, let it be one of our people, and I get back and say that. Yeah. Uh. It then oh, yeah. it, well, it takes. Mm. <sighs> you get a week at best to be missing if you're one of us. You know how many people are missing right now? Like I saw this whole, 
I, I, I recently saw this whole thing once again on on uh, TikTok. They had all these all these missing posters of all these uh, kids in Ohio. Most of them were black, and all of them were they were only missing about a week about a week or so into the thing. And they're like, why hasn't this been brought to the media? What is going What is going on here? And so they were like, oh, because somebody sent it to me. I watched it. I looked at the posters because mm-hmm. because last because last week I'm seeing a bunch of indigenous people uh, that were that were either, you know, that have been missing for either like weeks, months or years. And then I'm seeing a bunch of post and posters of missing black kids all mm-hmm. basically within the same state. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. nobody says a word, not one word. You know what? Oh. And my friends wonder why I'm getting why, why I'm upset. Like some some understand, other ones are like, "What? What? You know what's going on?" I'm like, "One word." I'm just, I'm just saying, it's a billion dollar corporation. You can't really. Eh, I can't. I don't know. I don't know. You gotta look at it. A lot of your every everyday average Joes are investing into that corporation system to help contribute. So why would I look for somebody that I help kind of make sure they're hid? At the same thing, we're still over here begging for equality, right? We're still over here be- begging, knocking on, knocking on doors, pushing down, you know, pushing people, push, pushing people down, doing freaking protests, and we're still talking about this. We're still talking about this stuff. Exactly. What the heck? I got Plus, one person oh. got to stand up and put the action in. You know, like you just said, a lot of talking. But who's acting on the talk? Well, first who's of taking all, that stand? Right. First of all, we have to start at the polls. Everybody got to start getting their ass up and out and vote. And stop crying, talk about, oh, our voice, the votes don't matter. How are you going to cry that your votes don't vote, vote don't matter? We don't get out there and vote. Yeah, it don't matter because you didn't get out there and vote. Well, well that's a and good... It's a presidential, a local vote. Get your ass out there and vote. Yeah, and while that, and, and while I do agree to some of that, there's also been evidence to uh, to the point of they're trying these, you know, these weird voter su- voter like laws of voter suppression, and mm-hmm. now it's like, you know, even though like people want to go out there and vote, it's not like they don't. Like some do, some don't. Others, others are like, you know what? They know the system mm-hmm. is broken. We're still in a freaking two party system. It mm-hmm. makes it really doesn't make any sense why you know why it's been that why it's been that way for so long and it's mm-hmm. like who the heck do you, who the heck do you trust like don't get me wrong i vote but i mostly vote out of obligation not because i want to one of the one of the biggest uh one of the biggest reason why reasons why i vote is because of my skin not gonna lie that's one of the biggest reasons why I vote. The older generation would sit here and tell me they can take away your vote. You know how long it took us to, you know, to to be able to to be able to vote and stuff like that. And all of that is true. But the minute we go out there, I've been I've been a registered voter since I was 18 years old, independent all the way. I don't subscribe to any, you know, any any um, like system. But at the same time, by the end of the election, mm. I have no choice but to go with a party. Right. right, 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 right. And that I is... I feel you. That and is, like what you're saying, so it might not even be a party you agree with or on that side. No, no. It, at, this, at this point, I'm voting just to vote. Yeah. At that point, I'm voting just to vote. Your right. 
You know what I'm saying? Like that, 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 you know, that's it. I got a buddy who voted for Buzz Lightyear during the local election because he wrote him in. Right. Didn't believe, dead, dead serious. He even posted about it after he was done. I'm like, Buzz Lightyear, you know what? I'll vote for him to infinity and beyond. Let, let's, 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 uh, let's all come, let's all come together and see if we can work some things out. Equality for all toys. <laughs> you know? Is but, that the fight song, really? <laughs> equality for all toys? Right. <laughs> as long as you ain't like that lady out there in the, out here in the world, talk about Syrian numbers popping up from your COVID vaccine shot, then oh. I think we shouldn't have no problems. <laughs> oh, you know what that sounds like to me, though? And I think we've said this before. That sounds like a movie. That 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 sound that sounds that sounds like a movie. All this fear and paranoia and stuff, you know, they're already capitalizing on that. There was already a few movies yeah. based on uh based on the COVID, uh based on yeah. COVID period. Did, did you just see that last cruise ship? What what, what happened? What happened? Oh, okay. The last cruise ship. I told y'all about this. Luana put me on to that. The last cruise ship. That was actually a documentary of oh, okay. one of the cruise ships that actually got struck with the COVID. Oh, and that one came out. The real God. cruise ship. Oh, if you don't do anything, go on Netflix tonight and put the, look that up and watch the last cruise ship. Man, uh, I wouldn't say that real fast, people. but cheap. Real people. This was the real, real ordeal. ordeal. Okay. Definitely got something to watch. <laughs> Ironic, they put Titanic up there as well, but I'm just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know whether I should laugh at that. Wow, <laughs> I'm just saying, no, we no, don't no, know no, what's no. going on in America. Yeah, no, 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 that's just me and my own, but uh, wow, yeah, no, I remember when, 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 like, shortly after lockdown, a <laughs> couple months go by, and I'm seeing like these very, like, just low budget films, you know, what. Like one was, uh, you know, one was about, um, one, one was like, okay, it was after, it was right after Tiger King had, had come out. Right. And somebody mm -hmm. did like a, like a sequel to save this, the Tiger King. And then after that, we get that report of the, uh, remember the, uh, those hornets that were coming in from Asia, the murder hornets. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So somebody made a movie, same people that made that that Tiger King, not the Tiger King documentary, but the, you know, but that low budget uh, movie talking about Tiger King and, and, and stuff. They made a sequel of uh, having to do with murder with uh, with the murder hornets. Right. And it was just so like they, they did everything in house. They did everything at home. They just wanted to they just wanted to make some quick money. Um, there, there was uh, there were people writing. Um, COVID-19 erotica. Mm. Hey, people were bored. They needed stuff to do. So why not? Obviously. So why not make some why not make some money out of it? But I think the I think the one that got me the most, because I just found out this was a thing a couple months ago. Um, remember when uh remember when one of the biggest conspiracy theories was 5G was gonna give you COVID? Yeah. Yeah. So somebody took that. And made it a premise for a film for a zombie movie. It's called Five G Zombies or something like that. And they're all like low budget horror. And when I say low budget, I mean like you know use the use whatever makeup and money you have for for these uh, you know for these costumes and productions and stuff like that. Low budget camera, all that. But right. I can't. 
look, I can't knock the I can't knock the hustle. If people are buying it, they buying into it. You know? I'm glad somebody brought me back into reality and used their third eye powers to wake a brother up. I probably would still been on that 5G team of zombie apocalypse nature. But shout out to the Duchess because your boy that got fully vaccinated after a long, heartfelt conversation. And Hello. Coming in. Walking around talking about, oh, they want me and the fuck they want with us. What we got? What we got? Um, we ain't even got our 40 acres of the view, but yet they want it. Oh, no, they never wanted that. No, no, they never wanted to give us that. Shoot. That after, never... <laughs> after slavery ended, the, the, the slave owners were getting reparations, apparently. The slave owners were getting reparations from the government because they were like, we're sorry we had to take your property. So they gave them reparations because it's like, okay, we took your labor away. We took your labor workers away, your property away. I'm like, yeah. Once again, something they don't te- they would never teach us in, in, in school. At least not when I was not when we were growing up. So y'all like my big cup of tea. I was gonna say that's or the hugest tea cup yeah, I've that, ever seen. Mug? <laughs> yes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I need to see a lemon. This is uh, actually a measuring cup because you see the thing here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I couldn't find something big enough because I had some real huge lemons. Um, you know, to fit in it. So I just grabbed this. I'll, I'll drink out of this all the time. What you brewing tonight? Tea. Huh? Exactly. What you sipping on? Some tea. What tea. kind? Um, some decaf mint tea. Ah, okay. The mint, nice. Yeah, clear your right up. Oh, well, I had some tea earlier when I went to Starbucks, and my cocoa had a little frappuccino. I I saw the picture of Coco with the frappuccino. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Definitely made my day. Oh, she it's like she really bougie like that, huh? Listen, listen, she ain't bougie, she just got a certain lifestyle. <laughs> you know, she just got a certain lifestyle, right, Coco? A mini duchess lifestyle is what it is. A mini, hey, listen. <laughs> Mama loves her. Pause. I just want to pull out the shirt. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm telling you, you see it, right? Duchess, I, I told you I was gonna share it with you, and I didn't realize I did it. Mm-hmm. Man, and yeah, that, that, yeah. Alvina had this one. I, I gotta post it. Oh, now y'all see it. I gotta post it. And that's why she's like, "Yo, we gotta hurry up and get that merch going. We gotta hurry up and get the merch going." Yeah. yeah. Yo, we'll be right back after these brief messages for my sponsors. <laughs> Almost that time again. You know. Us against our dear old Uncle Sam. Don't take the IRS abuse this year. It's our money and we need it now. Why not start your own tax empire by using the help of your tax business genie? We are not only able to give you the knowledge to become a successful tax professional, but also the tools you need to run and manage a very profitable tax business. It's time to stop these generational curses and start generating generational wealth. Let us help you to help others. Your wish is our command. (laughs) Monet, shout out to you. I seen you in the comments from the live stream from my regular Facebook page. 
I don't know why Restream does not pull up your comment. Hey, Monet. On the regular, like on my regular Facebook stream, but from the Who They Want page, it will pretty much pinpoint everything. So, yeah. Definitely. I'm just saying, I'm still in awe at this. Like, no wonder the Duchess is glammed up. You know what I'm saying? With the with the chain, with the chain, the hoops, you know what I'm saying? With the got the, I just, you know what? We're gonna focus on the show here, people, because that's what we're supposed to do, and we need a topic or something. Because I'm distracted, definitely. <laughs> so any minute now, when Master Editor returns, I figure we put a topic on the table. I don't know. Well, so. I've just got Any. a shout out, Alvina. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Alvina. Like, definitely thank you for bringing that to life. <laughs> yeah, that shirt is dope. Super dope. <laughs> I got to thank her. I really do. See, I, I didn't know I let you see it. I wasn't going to let you see it at first. I just happened. It just, the, the, what I saw, it's it just right like, there. yeah. Right, and I was like, "Wait, wait, does she have the Duchess on her shirt tonight?" She got the Duchess to on her shirt. Mm-hmm. Incorporate her nickname, like that's super dope. <laughs> that's okay. Y'all wait till my steady. Are you ready? Shirts come out. Steady. Oh, you ready? Oh, you ready? CEO. Exactly. So yeah, see, I, I posted on TikTok, and um, well, you uh, and it's on Facebook, so. And everything, so but you know, I, I'm really grateful. But you got to see the back though, this back to it, mm-hmm. okay? Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's going on with this R. Kelly BS? Any, any word on that? Because I heard he's having a nervous breakdown, he's going crazy, of course. You know, uh, last thing I heard is he ready to tell on all the other people in the industry that yeah, kind of dealing in the same that was the last thing we had talked about having to do with that. He, he wanted to tell he wanted to tell on some people now. And then you asked, why is this happening now and not, you know, then? <laughs> of course, of course. Yeah. He, he going to tell. He going to tell. Even if he tell, I don't think it'll help at this very uh, nope. moment. He gonna tell. He's going to tell. With a whole documentary and a whole guilty verdict right now, I don't think he really got a light win situation. Situ- yeah, that. But with everything that's happening now, plus everything that we talked about last night, I had another. I had another uh, thought. Mm-hmm. Do you think eventually somebody's gonna do a like dramatization of everything, or what? Like. You know, no. like what they like what they've done with OJ and the Monica Lewis, uh, Lewinsky thing, and then eventually this. Mm, yeah, because they've been doing it over for years. They ain't just and wouldn't be the first time. It'd be just yeah. yeah. I mean, shoot, I just I just remembered they did they did a they did one of those for Trump too. They did a movie like that. Um, you know, with you know with uh, with uh Trump, and well, not with Trump, but having to do with. Trump's uh, presidency and scandals and stuff like that. I'm like, sheesh. Keep it on the down low, R. Kelly. R. Kelly coming soon. Keep it on the down low. Oh, R. Kelly man. about to get some of that honey love. <laughs> some of that cell block love. Man, oh man. <laughs> so 
gonna be a remix to ignition every night now. Hell yeah! <laughs> you gonna be to the name of love. Uh-huh. to the name of love. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry, Kels. If you would have came out innocent, we wouldn't have had this type of joke for you, bro. Yeah. You set yourself up for that one. Yeah, set yourself up for a ticket to the chocolate factory. It's going to (laughs) be... Literally. uh, It's going to... Yeah. You know what? I'm not... (laughs) Do you think... Do you think... Wait, do you think they'll put him in, in, uh, like, the regular cells or they'll put him in isolation? Oh, no, sir, buddy. No, sir, buddy. (laughs) There's underage kids involved in this storyline. There's no separation from that. Right? No. No. I would hear stories about how no matter what they did in that block, no matter who did what, as soon as you said somebody was in there for doing something to a kid, they were like, oh, no. That's it. You got to realize his verdict and his file is going to hit the prison before he walks through the door. So they are already up on game now, just waiting. Mm -hmm. And that's going to yeah. All and that sad part is all his song titles going to be used against him, as Tasha has yeah, just wow, presented wow. us with. He made it. Oh, I mean, imagine oh, the memes that's going to come out behind this. Oh uh, yeah, they, oh the memes. <laughs> you about oh, to be trapped no. in my cell tonight, honey, honey oh, love. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're going to hit him with everything. Bro. Everything. It doesn't. It doesn't help that every one of his songs. Is either about love, lost, or sex. Right? All the he literally got all the above songs. He fits every criteria. Except I, except I believe I can fly was more of a inspiration. Well, song. yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But well, you uh, know, he had to show. I guess in that, I believe I can fly. He was showing his um, and like um, sensitive side. I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of hard to tell now. I'm not gonna era. say sensitive side, but. No, yeah, I'm not gonna have that ruined Space Jam for me. Shoot, um, but <laughs> no, because that's the first song you that like other other than uh, the the theme song Space Jam. As soon as as soon as you get to to uh, the flashback with Michael Jordan, that's the first song you hear. Is I believe I can fly. No, right. So I believe I can fly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I could easily, I could easily replace "Trapped in the Closet" with "Trapped in the Drive" with "Trapped in the Drive Through" by Weird Al. That's that's really that's really easy to do, <laughs> and that's only ten minutes. <laughs> hmm. Wow! I know one more thing. Hmm? This whole thing that's going to come out with R. Kelly is I wonder what like what his his sentence going to be like though. They say he's looking at some years. Really- Listen, I get look with as many counts of of of, of what he of what he did for this long okay because you traumatized the you traumatized those kids you know yeah. for the most you know and, and you know we already know about the Aaliyah stuff and all that other you know and all that other stuff so it's it's like me uh, shoot i'd probably just throw the book at him be honest with, with that racketeering charge yeah he he got about I say he'll get about 25 max and he'll do about 15 to the dope. Yeah. But think about it. They threw, they gave what? Bill Cosby, what? Um, 10 years and now he's out. But you see how it, it, like things just changed? Right. Like, well, he served how many years, Bill Cosby? One? Two. He did two. 
He did two years. He requested to get out early because of COVID, because people were dying in the in jail, um, mm-hmm. and he was he was spreading hard in the uh, dang mm-hmm. pun not intended in the uh, in the jails. So <laughs> it's a. I just realized what I just said. So strike. That <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't. It's live. Dang it. Um. But <laughs> but yeah. Um. It, it's it's yeah he's he's gonna get he's gonna get some years i would have gave him like i would have gave him like 35 I, I don't see them dropping this for him <laughs> not no. pun intended but <laughs> mm. i'm just saying after that whole survival r kelly and the by this era being the women having the me too movement and how serious this case was yeah. sought after at him throw the book at him yeah he gone bro uh, ain't no retry, ain't no appeal, none of that. Yeah, he gone, but he's gonna be taking some people with him, a whole lot of people. Well, he got yeah. through though. That's the only way you can find a little sense of humanity in yourself. After yeah, this. Like, like, you helped me. You helped me with this. That's exactly. what I'm, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. They they had uh, he had all these people helping him, and I kid you not, because they say he's gonna they're gonna appeal. They, they say I'm he's saying. gonna appeal. appeal. And I bet you in his appeal, he's gonna probably be pleading some type of um incompetence insanity that wasn't his fault the other people did it i mean he's gonna do the nino brown he's gonna have to he's gonna have to though you gotta think about it sony dropped him sony dropped him like right when he first got locked up like Mm -hmm. after the record label you know what i'm saying this record label that held you down for so long and now you in this situation and like we wash hands of you real quick bro and you know he didn't have no money you know what i'm saying so it's a lot of railroads playing into this. So mm-hmm. well, when he leave out this station, <laughs> he taking a whole caboose with him. Uh-huh. He's going to do that Nino Brown from New Jack City. It's not my fault. Y'all did this to me. <laughs> Watch. Now, do you know what he's masters? I'm quite mm. sure. He ain't stupid. Because he, he couldn't read and write. I don't know. I don't know. Listen, he ain't stupid. He's just sick. Just think of what I'm saying. He owns the masters. Okay. It, 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 trust me, he's gonna. I mean, I, and I don't see them muting him. Like I, I don't you see can't. how. Yeah, they're, they're making money. They're making money off of off of sales, streams, all all, all that stuff. So it's, I don't see. Yeah. So that's on my, my. That's my whole point. He's gonna be making money for a minute. He's gonna be making money, still making money for a minute. So, and. But is he going to see any of it? Well, he's probably going to have a lot of restitution to pay out. Mm. Mm. You know, so probably going to have a lot of restitution to pay out. And, um, but, I mean, that restitution, and I wonder who that restitution is going to go to, who they're going to grant restitution to. Is it going to be more like to his, um, to the kids, you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Right. I, I still have an issue with these grown these grown women that claim they got caught up by him. I really do. Does I do. he have kids? I, I, huh? Does he have kids? Not the not the kids that were involved. I, I mean, no, I'm talking about the kids he molested, the young children. I know, I know, I know that, but I wonder now, like, oh, R. Kelly has kids. He got like three or four. Oh man. Mm-hmm. He got like three or four kids. And they was embarrassed and stuff, of course. But I really think that um, he's going to 
the, the, um, the, the, the adult, the adult woman is the ones who I'm focusing on here and stuff mm -hmm. because it's yeah. like if you're an adult, you know what you're doing. You know, what excuse do you have? You understand what I'm saying? There was no freaking right. help bringing you to R. Kelly and keeping you. You understand what I'm saying? You went there willingly, willingly by yourself. Exactly. You so, followed the Pied Piper, and this is what happens. The Pied Piper. The Pied Piper. Yeah, Betty Haiti said that that's the song now. I mean, shoot. It, it became almost like the original story. They are accurate in it. Yeah, because you because you know you know the the original story, not the one about not not the not just rats, but the fact that the Pied Piper. Oh God! Oh yes. no! That takes on a whole nother meaning. Hmm. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just having a, I, I'm just having a realization. I, I <laughs> you oh. just what the Pied Piper means. Not just that, but now, but because I know the original story of it too, it's like that mm -hmm, it lines up. Yep, it lines up too well, very well. Yeah. Oh my god. Very okay. Well. All right. Let me get focused. Well, Robert, I was screaming free you. Now I'm saying keep you keep free. <laughs> I, I never. You know what? See, my thing is, I never was like, oh, he should get off or free him or leave him alone. No. Nah. I was just saying that. I mean, he needs justice. I'm a big all for justice person. Mm -hmm. I was just saying there's no way that you can mute him or there's no way you can work around not like hearing his music anymore. With, with, his, with his catalog and history, it's it's not like it's not easy. It's not like when they started canceling shows because of, you know, polit not, because they weren't politically incorrect. I mean, politically correct, you know. Right, right, right. You know, not even, not even like, you know, not even the Cosby Show is completely canceled. You could still watch it on certain and certain on like certain platforms. But I'm talking stuff like, say, Duke Duke's a hazard for having the Confederate flag on their on their uh, on their uh, car, and it's it's like, wait a minute. I found that I found that to be hilarious, considering the fact that Duke's a hazard was the show was done. I, I love the Duke's a hazard, like. The fact that that show was done years ago and they tried to bring it back in movies is like, and, and then now, now you decide to, to you, now you decide to take it off the air. That used to be, let me tell you something. That used to be Friday night. Yeah. That used to be the, that used to be the night. I mean, y'all wasn't even born. So what I'm saying, mm -hmm. so you can't say, yep, yep, yep. Maybe well, Kyle, just that. but Sunny definitely wasn't born. Friday night used to be the dope night. It used to be Dukes of Hazard at eight, Dallas at nine, and the Flamingo Road at ten o'clock. Y'all don't know nothing about that. Y'all don't know nothing about Dallas who shot Jr. and all that stuff. Y'all know nothing about that at all. Like, like my thing is, I I knew about it in reruns, but since it's not like the the drama of it wasn't really my thing. I knew about like Dukes of Hazard because I like old sitcoms. Like I would mm -hmm. watch Nick at night. I, I, Nick at night, I'd be watching stuff with my grandmother. I dream a genie, bewitched, the threes, uh, threes company, shares, all of that. Uh, freaking all in the family. Like that was, you know, that was the stuff I Lassie. That was the stuff I grew up on on like Friday and Saturday nights. If I wasn't, if right after Nickelodeon went off, right after Snick went off, they would go into Nick at night, and then we right, would watch right. a marathon of these shows. And to this day, I still love Three's Company, even though that's kind of 
problematic by today's standards, you know, but, but still great, you know, great shows surprised the heck out of my mom. When I bought the DVD set, I bought seasons one and two. Mm -hmm. um, and she was like, I love it that my kids like the, the shows that I grew up on, you know, I love all them old shows. It's hilarious. Oh man. All them old shows. That's back in the day. Mommy and my childhood dynasty. That now see that like you you like you you and my you and my and my nana may she rest in peace would have probably gotten along because she loved her and she loved her stories and she loved stuff like that you know Your nana my nana yeah my nana Diane she loved she loved her um you know she loved her stories she loved stuff like that and when she got the soap network when they made the soap opera network she was on top of that all day. <laughs> <laughs> Soap operas, I never, soap operas, at least the American soap operas, I never really got into. <laughs> I would use some, I used to be a big fan of um, All My Children. Mm. Used to be like One Life to Live, or one, All My Children, one, well, Ryan's Hope. That's really taking it back. Ryan's mm. Hope, um, All My Children, then One Life to Live. And then General Hospital, General Hospital is still sticking around. I don't even know how they're doing it. They don't <laughs> recycle characters from other freaking soap operas. I, I don't know how they're doing it, but they are still sticking around. My 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 sister Shannon, she watches General Hospital, and I see it on you know I see it on Hulu, and I'm like, who's what? Oh, you know, I you know I okay, I see you, I see you. Um, never really got into it. My mom used to enjoy uh, the Young and the Restless. I've never gotten into um the Young and the Restless. I got into the theme song. The theme song was the theme song was dope. Of uh, the Running Young and the Restless. Yeah, the themes. I like the theme song, and then Mary J sampled it in one of her songs, and I'm like, yeah, that fits. That fits. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Even though I didn't like the soap opera itself, because I'm like, okay, this is like a way too convoluted for my taste, and I watch anime, you know. But it's weird. and it's weird to even say that. But uh, but yeah, I never really got into. I got into stuff from other countries because they had different sense of humor and different in different storytelling structure, and you could right, follow right, it. Right. You could follow it in like sixteen to twenty episodes, and then move on to something else. <laughs> Young and the Restless, and all that, and all those other soap operas, aside from a few that you mentioned, are still on or still in reruns. Did Young and the Restless still come on? Young and yeah. the Restless, I'm not sure. That, yeah, Young and the Restless and the Bold and the Beautiful still do. And the Bold and the Beautiful. Yeah. See, I, I was I was always at ABC um, stories. I wasn't into the other ones. Ah. Uh, what it, what it is is I was into what my mother watched. You know what I'm saying? The stories and stuff. Yeah, no, makes sense. Makes sense. Yep. Yeah, makes sense. I wasn't allowed to watch TV on the weekdays unless, was, you know, at least I didn't unless I didn't have school. You know, so weekends I'd have my I'd have my tape right mm -hmm. before before DVR and everything, record everything on on, on video. And then I just marathon everything I had recorded that week, you know, everything from Power Rangers to X Men, and it would I would just like and if I could and if I couldn't ha if I couldn't have my weekends like if I was away from the TV on the weekend I was angry because <laughs> I'm trying wow. to I'm trying to catch up on everything I missed and you're telling me I can't watch it right. <laughs> Like I can't keep up with my friends because they're all talking about the Simpsons. I couldn't watch the Simpsons until I was like 11. 
I wish I was five again. I wish I was right. five. You ever thought to go back and wish that y'all was just a young Asian? Yeah. This adult, shit, this adult shit is for the birth. I can't you not. No lie. Yo, my parents made it seem so effing easy. Mm-hmm. Like, damn. Like, god damn. I'm like, they made it seem so easy. Really did. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My biggest goal as an adult was, or at least not even an adult, just older. Like, I wanted to have that that bedtime that was like, okay, you you can go to bed after 10, right? Soon, like, I just wanted to stay up late to watch because I was like, the good shows come on. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'd be watching mm-hmm. UPN and stuff with my, you know, with my, with my parents. But then after, um, after nine o'clock, nine thirty, had to go to bed, right? And but some good shows came on after that, and I always wanted to know which ones, right? So yeah. that was my only thing. But but when I when I turned when I turned eighteen, when I turned eighteen, it was like um, the only thing that changed was since I was legally an adult and I already had a job. When they found out I was eighteen my my job started giving me more hours in between but i was mm-hmm. still in school so so and i tried going to you know and i tried going to community college after you know after high school and then you know trying to balance that and going to and and having a job that wasn't that wasn't always easy but i'm glad mm-hmm. i didn't have bills until shoot until i started going back to school <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna front. I was a um, a very spoiled child into adulthood because mm. my parents still at the when I was in college and stuff still at the age of like 24 they was paying my damn bills. <laughs> like it was like they were like anything that came in the mail, my mother just took and just put in, gave whatever. So I just didn't like like it's like like I really didn't have my first job job. Mm. Damn. But see, the thing about it is that when it clicked to me, responsibilities clicked, it was time for me to step up and take responsibilities. I did it. You understand what I'm saying? But it's just that I was fortunate that, you know, I was able to get a long run with living Mm -hmm. off of mommy and daddy. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but, and that, but, and and like I said, I was in school. So they appreciated that too. It ain't in my, and not the same way. You know, as long as you're in school and stuff and, you know, you're a young adult, because it's hard. Because even 24, even the early 20s, that's not grown. That's not grown at all. I look back and say, I look back when I was 24, 25, and I'm like, I'm still a child. I'm so serious. I was still a child. I didn't start using the word grown until I moved out on my own. Yeah, that, I was still a child. I was at 29. So, Yeah. I was still a child. Like, I'm just looking back, like, wow. Like, it's just like doesn't it doesn't seem grown. Like, and I and I think my 25. Well, I'll take you back. My 21 and 22 was a real big difference. 21 and 22 for my parents. My parents is 21, 22 because they seem grown. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like. They just seem wrong. Like it, it's just a difference from back in like their era and now. Like it's just with the age. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. They seem right. wrong. It was, my parents was married young. Okay, they had a family mm-hmm. and stuff. It, 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 taking care of a home, providing husband wife. There was yep. no living with the parent, their parents. 
You know what I'm saying? Their parents still wasn't paying their bills or providing. There was no living in their parents' basement. You know, they had their own. They did grown stuff at right. that age. And so right. now we don't start doing grown stuff until like, damn, like, oh gosh, I didn't start doing grown stuff. Like, consider an adult grown mm-hmm. when actually my mother started getting sick because then the roles had to kind of reverse. Right. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? That that, yeah. that 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 had to reverse. Like it was more like, okay, she's sitting back, I'm taking care of her. And it was almost like to a point where it's like, no, mommy, you can't do this. You gotta listen to me now. Cause the roles were really reversed. Cause you know, when and she, my mother, unfortunately, she passed young because she was only 61 when she passed away. Oh. But you know, it was like she she was sick, you know what I mean? Yeah, and, and stuff. So it was almost like I had to like really treat her like a child and stuff because mm. she was such a strong woman and yep. so used to doing things mm. and then i used to have to tell her no my you cannot do this you understand what i'm saying yeah, you know right. like, like a child and that used to yeah you know and the same thing with like my father like my father he was a whole different story though but still um the mm. same thing um the same thing with my father <laughs> my father was that type of father he had that tough love skin mm. all right he loved you to death but it was gonna be some tough freaking love, right. right? And what you know, I was very spoiled, very spoiled. I was daddy's princess, daddy little girl. I got away with everything, whatever, it, whatever, whatever. How you see Coco acting? That's how I act. That's how I was spoiled as hell. But now the funny thing about it is that my father, I, he, I think he like when when he got sick, and I had to take care of him. Cause he was on dialysis and stuff mm. and everything. It was like, he got me back real good for whatever I did. It's a child. He got me back real good. Cause it was like an emotional thing with him. It was emotional, my mother and stuff. Mm. But with my mother, it just happened so quick. Cause I wasn't expecting it and stuff and everything. But with my father, it was like, all right, you know, everybody know when you're on dialysis and stuff. Um, yeah. Once you, if you have, once you start it, that's something that you just can't stop. You understand what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. if you stop it, immediately your body just starts breaking down, and everything, everything, organs mm-hmm. just stop, everything just starts breaking down. So my father, he was at the point, <laughs> he was really missing my mother because he used to tell me, "I miss your mother," because she went first, mm-hmm. and he was on dialysis. So he had the choice of, okay, if you stop dialysis, you're going to go within like a week. So he would like, he decided a couple of times, maybe around 10 times that he wanted to stop dialysis. And every time he stopped dialysis, he had to go through this hospice routine. Hospice would right. come and, him and say, okay, Mr. Colson, you're stopping dialysis. So, you know, this is going to happen. That's going to happen. You know, we're going to make sure you comfortable and stuff. And now, then he decided he wanted to do the shit at home with me, right? A couple of times. So he was at home with me, stopped dialysis. They gave him the morphine. Well, he refused to take that because my father was never into like drugs. And it's mm. like, I had to literally sit there and watch him from, say like it's a Thursday, he stopped dialysis. I had to sit there and watch him Friday, Saturday, Sunday, body just declined and almost missed, almost to death until he will actually, when he's knocking on a Grim Reaper's door, Pop and say, "Hey, hook me up to dollars, and I'm not ready to go." So just oh, imagine, you no, know, and it's funny thinking about it because I look back and laugh and stuff because it is funny. But just think about going through that emotional state 
just saying, okay, this is it, daddy, he's going to go because he stopped dialysis. Right. But get your mindset and everything, but then he gets the Green Re- Reaper's door. Hey, I'm not ready to go. Hook me up to the machine. Get me to the hospital. And, you know, that's daddy, so I got to do it. He did that to me 10 freaking times. Wow. So he did it to me 10 times, and that's why I said whatever I did as a child, and I'm like, you know, okay, I was spoiled. I hung out with my friends a lot, but I was a good child. You know, I graduated valedictorian from high school, I went to college. I was a good child, but I was just spoiled. But I was like, whatever it was, I did. Daddy's getting me back real good. He mm, got me like, my, my nerves just like shook. And, to and, play and, that, who really like plays that close to death? That they be like, now nah, I my mind. He was scared. I know. He was scared. He was, scared. He, he was always. My father had a very, very, very thick willpower. You understand what I'm saying? If there was something he wanted to do, he went out and did it. Because that's that's why he was just such a successful businessman in whatever he did. Okay? But if he had his mind set to something, he was going to do it. But for some reason, he's a man at the end of the day and a human. I guess when it was like really time, you know, when his body was declining, all the times he said he wants to stop dialysis, he's like, look, I'm not ready to go. And stuff. And then I guess he was looking at me too because during that time he was also looking at me seeing the emotion state in my face, you know, crying mm-hmm. and stuff. Oh, mm-hmm. I don't know, daddy gonna go any minute or tomorrow, he'll hook me up to the dialysis. But that was just like some, you know, I'm laughing. Me and my brother, God bless his dad, Daryl, because he went through that with me too. We laughed at it and everything. We was like, yeah, he really put us through it. But I tell you one thing, he got my brother Ronald real good because the time when he finally decided that he was ready to check up out of here and go be with my mother. The day he went was on my brother Ronald's birthday. <laughs> I was like, damn. Daddy Happy just birthday to you, Ronald. <laughs> <laughs> wow. He just don't stop. Like, so I just think of my poor brother celebrating his birthday every year. And let me tell you something now. I wasn't a problem child, but I put out the right. Everybody know Ronald was a problem child. He was the oldest. He was a problem child and stuff. You know, he's a he has a harder goal, but coming up, he was a problem child. And I guess daddy got his ass real good. That is a funny way to think about it. Yeah, it's a funny way. It's humor. You know what I'm saying? You got to yeah, yeah, you got to know. You got to laugh about that's it. A, but that's a way to celebrate. That's also a way to celebrate him. Yeah, I mean? it is a way. I celebrate my brother Ronald and my father's, my brother Ronald's birthday and my father's anniversary every year in the same, the same post and yeah. stuff. But um, yeah. When my grandmother died, when my when my when my great grandmother died, my nana Paris, um, she was living with my parents at the time, right? Mm-hmm. Like I I moved out, she moved she moved in, and then you know I was you know I help out by hanging out with her. Like my mom and my and my and my stepdad, they did the they did the most to help you know to help her out and everything, right? Mm-hmm. And I. They just they just asked me to hey would you go because because all I gotta do is walk from my place to from my place to, to my mom's place no big deal it's le- like less than ten minutes walk oh you live close like we live really yeah we live really close like sometimes mm-hmm. my mom comes over just for a hug Aww. okay um and that's just all that's just how we've always been my dad and I are close too but he you know but he lives he lives about a half hour away. But mm-hmm. I just texted him to, just to let him know I love him because, oh man, because what you just told me, I'm like, he, yeah, you know, you can never say it enough. You can never say it enough. I say yeah. it, to, I, I say it to my, to my, 
my family and my chosen family all the time. You can never, you can never say it enough, but mm -hmm. with my, um, with my great grandmother, she was losing her, like slowly losing her memory. Right. Mm -hmm. So I would see her because she, 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 didn't, she died at 95. Right. But she didn't seem to be losing her memory until she got into her mid eighties. So, mm -hmm. um, I didn't really notice a change until, until I spent more time with her just while she's on the computer playing solitaire mm -hmm. and when, you know, and winning, I don't know how many games, right. Cause she just loved those games. And next thing you know, next thing you know, next thing you know, she um, stopped playing solitaire and just stood and like just sat in front of the TV, watching That's family. The time. That's know? the time that and yeah, stuff that started changing because my because my grandmother she was never the type to watch that much TV. She took care of all of us. Plus, she was in she she was a, a foster mom for mm -hmm. decades, right? Foster mom for decades. Her, you know, sometimes her foster kids would, you know, would see her on, the, you know, would see her and, you know, and greet her and stuff like that and say she was the best thing that happened to them, you know, or she would go to the, she would go to the old folks home to volunteer mm -hmm. or, or at some point, I don't know. I never saw my grandmother as a gambler. You know, I never saw her as a gambler, but a couple of times she would go to, she would go to Atlantic city and no one would know where she was. She would just hop a bus. Really? Because she, she didn't use a, you know, she didn't use a cell phone. Either she either lost it or it got misplaced. That's all I'm gonna say. And and uh, people were like, "Yo, where's Nana? Where's Nana?" Oh, uh, yeah, she's just in Atlanta. She's just in Atlanta. I'm like, I mean, Atlanta. But did, at that point, was she like lose? Was she losing memory or anything like that? At that it point, was, it didn't seem that it didn't seem that way. Like certain things, certain things I noticed that I that now in retrospect probably were a sign like she started calling me fat like she, you know, she, she started calling me fat like she's like you're gaining weight i'm like cool where you know like it was just out of nowhere and then one time then one time she um went shopping at my mom's place right she tried to take some some paper towels and some toilet paper and said oh uh put you know could you could you could you bag this up for me right and she's like my, and we're looking at her like, Nana, did you just, right? Now, this is a, this is a, a church lady who could quote the Bible per, per, verbatim, right? Been in, been in the church all her life. And now she's stealing? When is that? Like, that, 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 that was weird. But when I started, like, hanging out with her, you know, more, um, you know, as she was, you know, in, in her last few years, mm -hmm. it was like, man. I can't see myself telling my grandmother not to do something or not to eat something or not to, you know, or not to sit too close or not to, you know, like Nana, why are you sitting in the dark? Oh, I didn't want to be a bother. I was waiting for somebody to turn the light on. I'm like, then say something. Right. But she was very, at this point, she just became very quiet and it was very wow. hard for her to, it was very hard for, you know, for us to get her up. Like, you know, mm -hmm. she, she would sleep all day. And I just felt so bad because I wish I could do more. But I felt, but I felt bad for my mom and my and my stepdad because, you know, they had to see this on a regular basis. She went from the one that would do everything from organizing trips, 
making mm-hmm. sure that people had food, making sure that um, you know, making sure that you know people had a place to you know people had a place to stay, making sure that that um my cousins and I were safe and every you know and and everything else like that. Us like at one point we were even neighbors because her and my mom we they bought um the house they they bought a house together and we lived in that house for about ten years and mm-hmm. it was just great because she was right next door, you know. Give me like rides to work Mm. and we would, you know, and and every so often I would, you know, I would, I would see her, we would talk, you know, but then I realized like, as she's, you know, slowly going through this regressive phase where she's Mm. basically become a a child again, because she wasn't, as far as I know, wasn't really like diagnosed, but, but as she's regressing, it was really hard for me to, to process Because she, like your, like your parents, she was very, you know, she was very strong, very yeah. passionate about mm-hmm. everything, right? And it was just right. hard for you to see that, right? But, and then she would forget who I was, not mm-hmm. the fact that she was my grandmother, but who I was to her, to my mom, and to my, I'm like, and then it got to me a couple of times. She's like, does your mother have kids? I'm like, yeah hi i'm one of them i'm the oldest i had to stop right right you know and then it it, it just but it was so vivid in my it's just so vivid in my mind because you've only been gone a couple years you know but right i will never forget the person that she i will never forget the person that she was yes. right before she passed i had this dream i had this dream of um like this paint this painting actually it was a picture that that mm-hmm. somebody had took of her years ago when she was younger right and i had this dream where i saw her in different versions of her throughout her lifetime you know how we all like we all have different versions of ourselves as we age certain things about us changes you know and they're all, all right. talking to each other like they're catching up like they're catching up on a play-by-play like how is so-and-so what happened you know what happened at this point in time da, 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 da. Right. And I'm like, what the heck is this? What the heck is this? Doctor who? Right. And I'm and I'm seeing her. I'm seeing her walk al- alongside her younger selves, her child self, her 80 something year old, you know, her 80 something year old self, her 60 year old self. And they all walk together. And it's just a, wow. and it's just a void. Right. Wow. That I will that that dream. I will, I will, I will, and I will, those are the dreams that stick with you. Yeah, I will never, I will never forget that because I, because I, you know, I have memories of my, of both my nanas all the time, and it helps that we have, you know, like pictures and very vivid memories of them to keep them, you know, to keep them alive. So that's why I say no one's really gone. Mm. Their energy just keeps getting passed on. Like I see her, and you know, I, I see her in my, in my younger cousins. I see her in my in my in my mother. I see her in um you know in everyone that she you know that she touched, but especially the family, of course, because strongest yeah. connection, you know. So I think about her all the time. You know, and it's so funny because it, 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 it it's amazing how strong someone's spirit could be. Like you said, right. you know, everybody. Like sometimes it gets overwhelming to me because everybody sees like my mother's qualities in me you know what i'm saying and my mother was the one where everybody went to you understand what i'm saying she was like that that emotional rock and stuff and sometimes i mean i it don't 
it, it gets overwhelming, but I, I, I really, it's an honor. You understand what I'm saying? It's an honor. Mm-hmm. Somebody's, my mother was just a phenomenal woman. When mm-hmm. people tell me, listen, you, I see the same qualities in your mother than I see, you know, in you than I see in your mother and stuff. And, you know, and as older I get, I find myself, you know what I'm saying, sounding like yeah. my mother, doing moving like she used to do. You know what I'm saying? So it's just strong how it's just, you know, amazing how strong a spirit can be and stuff. Yeah. And them dreams, right. I cherish them dreams. Like I cherish every dream. You know how you forget dreams? Because dreams you don't remember. If you think about it, you have a dream, you don't remember a dream. But I, you remember, I do remember a good handful of them for me. Yeah. Right. You remember because you will have a dream and then wake up. Like yep. Right after that dream, I was like, what the fuck was I just dreaming? I was just dreaming about some shit. What was it? Right. <laughs> so you don't remember. But, however, you remember them dreams. For I remember them dreams that I have. Every dream I have of my brother, my mother, and my father. I mm-hmm. kid you not. Like, in those dreams are the most comforting things. Oh, like, my mother will come to me in my dreams when she's angry yep. and stuff. Mm-hmm. And when I'm doing, like, say, like, if I'm, like, Usually, when I'm in the kitchen, if I'm cooking something, especially one of her recipes, and I'm half stepping, mm-hmm. you know, oh, she'll come to my dreams like two days later, like, all right, you know, you 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 use that storeboard shit, and you wasn't supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how my mother she does to me. But um, you know, I just I, I like it. people be like, oh, isn't it spooky to deal with to dream about somebody that passed away? No, no, it's not. No. You have dreams about mom, right, study? Right. And it's comforting, right? Absolutely, it definitely is. Yeah. With me, it's wow, it's crazy. I didn't know that the we was gonna open the door on this. That's why I'm kind of like, oh, give me oh, some okay. time to build up. No, no, this is good. This is what this is for. This is what the therapy's for. This is what I agreed to put myself through. But yeah, just like I mentioned, I think on when I did the show with Dazzy Monday, I was like, I had gotten to these points where I would get these dreams of every favorite moment that I've had shared to where it was kind of, it's scary. Cause it's like, you don't want those moments to end. And then it was like, I guess at some part of me, there's always this moment that ends up happening where she disappears. Like she'd be like, I'm going to get the car and I'll be right back to pick you up. And then I'm standing on the porch or I'm standing outside and I'm waiting. And then she disappeared. Like, I'm like, how you go from going to get the car, coming right back, and now you're gone. And this is in and, your dream. Mm-hmm. I've had this real I've had this so many times. I've even had sleep paralysis dealing mm-hmm. with this type of stuff and everything. To the point, this is why I don't go to sleep at night. Hello, this is the confession of why I have insomnia. Well, you know what you need to do. And what let up? me tell you, when my mother passed away, I realized this really helps. I don't know if you do it, but I highly recommend to anybody who comes to me when, they, especially when they have somebody close, like a parent, a mother that who they was close to passed away, and say, "How do you deal with this?" How, how? I literally sit there and have full blown conversations, conversations. with my mother mm-hmm. all the time, all the time. You mm-hmm. understand what I'm saying? My father was so laid back and quiet and everything, and it basically, if you was to act. Before you even asked my father something, you already knew what he was going to say because he was just like so not a non-BS person. You know what I'm saying? But my mother, I always have conversations with her. Always. And it's so funny because I can be thinking of something like, Dad, you know, I'm kind of lost. What will mommy do? And everything. But then when I start having those conversations with her, the answers in her voice come straight to me in my head. 
You understand what I'm saying? And right. it helps. It helps. You should start having conversations with your mother during the day. I mean, literally sit there during the day and have a conversation with your mother and stuff. And then I bet you, if you, the next dream you have, it'll be a little bit more understandable. Ask your mother, hey, mom, what's going on? You have people, I'm telling you, that really exists. Talking to that Holy Spirit, you have to get a loved one. I'm kidding you. It gives me so much. It gives me so much comfort. It gives me so much relief and everything, you know, and it gives you a better outlook right now because your parents are not here. So it's like, well, dad, you know, what are they thinking about me? What they expect? It gives me a better outlook of what they expect, you know, from me. You understand what I'm saying? Or, yeah. how they feel, you know, you know, how they feel that I'm doing right now. So yeah. talk to them and stuff, you know, I'm still looking for answers from my mother because I told you, I don't know if I told you this, when my mother first passed away and everything, um, I had a dream. The first dream I had of her, she was sitting in this white limousine with some angel, with some her wings, her angel wings. And I went and sat in a limousine with her. I will never forget this. I went and sat in a limousine with her and I was crying. I got out the limousine, looked out the window and it was pulling off and I was crying. I said, mommy's leaving. She's going. She passed away. She's leaving me. I, I guess maybe because, you know, you can't predict like how time is in your dream. Maybe mm -hmm. an hour later, I go back to my window and I see that white limousine coming back around the corner. I say, oh my God, mommy's coming back. Mm -hmm. Let me just take the, what, what you want me to do? Mm -hmm. All right, I'm going to do that shit. When he took the shit to trial, the shit that they were saying, he was like, Look, I don't even know what the fuck they talking about. He was like, the judge was even saying, come on, you know you fucking did it. Like why, like, why are you wasting the court's time with this shit? Just go ahead and plead guilty to this shit. Because you did it. Because you did it. The shit that they do to people, and he had enough money and a good lawyer to fight that. To be able to fight that. What yeah. about when you don't have no money and can't fight that? And you're going mm -hmm. against the feds. Then what happens to you? How we get Luana riled up tonight? Because <laughs> that's what we do here. Well, that's you know. <laughs> That's what we do. Okay, so we're gonna jump into this marriage bouquet. Come on, Eddie, I just sent you something. So we're gonna put the episode up. Would you say, Luina? Really? This is what we're doing in a second, a second night in a row, a second time in a row with my show. We're gonna do something this deep and then try to jump in the marriage boot camp. <laughs> Come on, let's see what happens tonight. Come on, let's do it. Disclaimer: This is the podcast show that does everything that they don't. <laughs> everything that they don't. You gotta be a warrior to be up on this podcast, Luana. So get with it. <laughs> like this topic was already the topic was already deep, deep, and we got so much, so much information. I'm, I'm, I'm just really hoping that I'm really hoping that he is okay in there. You know what I'm saying? Right. Well, well, definitely in here. Be mentally, yeah. Yeah. You know. Luana, you gotta be here. Luana came up with paper set up and everything for marriage boot camp. It's just whatever. It's just whatever. I knew, I knew his story hit you when I heard you said, "Damn." Because it's like to hear somebody say that. It's just like you doing. You done did twelve years. Yeah. And they want you to do how much more? I'm always going to be the person that's always going to say who and what you supposed to be after you do that kind of time. Seriously. Mm -hmm. Who and what you supposed to be? I mean, he's been in, in 21. He's still a baby. 
20, right, 20. You, did you about what we said? were doing? He, 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 he said they took the chance away for me to have babies, have kids. Think of think about what you and I were doing at twenty one. Adrian was already a full adult, Sam. Yeah, me and you was just like shit. Oh, Yo, oh my god! <laughs> if we were to tell you the shit that we used to get into at twenty one, <laughs> yeah, shit. I mean, right. oh yeah. my god! Would it be another lost right. episode? I don't know right. what it will be. Law, but, no, but, but I'm saying, think about the grace we were given at twenty one. Mm-hmm. One going one wrong place, being somewhere we ain't supposed to be, which happened many a time. Many a times, many one a fucking thing times. One go wrong. Somebody say something. Somebody do something, and then it done. And then Yo, it really, done went you know how wrong it could have went for us in 1992, Greek Fest yeah. 1992, when we were on one of my Strange fathers' dude, yellow buses to the Greek Fest with liquor on it, and we was all underage. Right. We, okay. took, we took one of my father's yellow school buses Big to the Greek Fest in 1992, all underage and had liquor on the bus. Number one, my father could have lost his contract with the Board of Education. Yes. yes. Okay. Not, but not only that, she gets lost. We find her. <laughs> yeah, I got lost. I got lost. with a dude. And he said, yo, I just need to ride to Merrick Road. I just yo. need to ride to Merrick. This is the Merrick. He could have been a, a, a serial killer. First of all, I don't even know that nigga got on a bus. He yeah, go, he let me tell you something. You. They found me because I was lost. Because let me tell you, we was at Jones Beach, right? In Greek Fest. And you get, it's just a mile, like five mile walk to the beach. So in the heat, you get fucking tired. But like, fuck it. We here at a parking lot. This is what we're going to chill out at. So everybody just started conjugating in different parking lots. Somehow, I don't know, there was a crowd rush. I got separated from them. <laughs> I lost the whole damn day. But I'm still enjoying myself. Now, don't get me wrong. I had a ball. I'm still enjoying myself. I just wasn't with my girls. You know, me and my personality, I meet people everywhere. I was in a parking lot I was in. They closed the bathrooms on us. So there was a puddle for the girls to pee in and a puddle for the guys to pee in, which was just disgusting. Right? So when they finally found me at the dust of dawn when it was getting dark, I was enjoying myself during the daylight. But when I looked around and up in the sky, I said, okay, it's starting to get fucking dark up in this bitch. I started getting worried because everybody started leaving in their cars. And I know I didn't know where nobody was at. They finally found me. Hold on a second. They finally found me and everything, and I'm jumping up in the air like, yes, thank you, God. They found me. They found me. They found me. I get on the bus, and some dude hops on the bus, too. I didn't know who he was. And we, right? he looked like he was with her. He looked like he was I with was, her. I he got on the bus. I don't know who this dude was. All I know is I was sitting. All I know, we didn't even pay attention to this nigga. All right, we didn't even know he was there. And we was on a bus just talking about what happened. Everybody's like, well, where the hell was you at, Tosh? And everything, what happened? I was like, look, I don't know. Then all of a sudden, like uh, 20 minutes later, 25 minutes later, this nigga gets up off the floor from the back. That's when we realized him say, my stop is here. Can you let me off here? <laughs> <laughs> That's how that went no. down. No, 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 oh, no. Okay. And we being we being funny, but we being serious at the same yeah. time. Think about think with no names, Colson. Think about that party because 
my mother always would go away and take the kids with her. So we would have we would have my house all to ourselves for at least a week. Yeah. Think about that time. Well, my house was the house. Party. Yeah, my house was the house with no adults here. And and wait, wait, and when, and when Luana mother went away, her favorite statement was, tell Natasha and them, I want my house the way I left it. But go ahead. Right, exactly, because she knew what it was. And we do the party, and I step into the back. And and ours and there, and the other dude is there, and y'all on my back porch talking, and there was somebody there else at the party this person on my back porch had shot this person's brother or some shit. Oh. And they ended what? up converging at my house. So they hot and dude on the back porch. And I'm like, Natasha, what the hell is going on? And she's like, nah, nah, nothing. Um, His name is Ray right now. I was like, ain't that us home? What the hell are you talking about? You want to start the call government. Right. right. Because I don't know what's going on. And Tasha's like, nah, it's cool. Don't worry about it. The next day, she was like, yo, some shit always went down. That shit almost got critical. Yo, so-and-so shot so-and-so's brother you know a week or two ago and you know that's why he was giving that's why he was on the back why are they in my house like if that guy would have recognized who he fully was he would end up moment. looking like this yeah <laughs> exactly oh, oh the slap man exactly i'm just um yeah i know adrian should we be talking about that i didn't say no names i'm just speaking to one wrong name, one wrong moment that could have turned completely different than me just talking to Tasha the next day on the phone and cursing her out. Right. <laughs> That's what I mean by that. Like that moment could have turned real different. Real different. I just, you know, when you're 21, they leave you no room to make mistakes at yeah. 21. Yeah. They leave you no room. Real, yeah. Bad business, yeah, and that's not even our worst stories of stuff we got into, but we'll save that. No, 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 that's as deep as I can get. No, you know, there's some other, you know, what you know, what we're still here to tell the stories, you know, right? Plus, don't mind me, I'm just here for the comment. Plus, your friendship, your your friendship endured all that, like, so it, 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 so at least it's at least you learned your lesson, right? No, not absolutely not. We were giving a lot of grace, and that's what I mean. There's no one wrong thing. We we were giving grace and just lucky, and somebody was looking after our stupid asses. Yeah, that's somebody exactly. was somebody. looking out for our stupid asses. And I hope it wasn't the guy on the bus floor. Right. No, I mean, he just wanted to get on. That How, who let him on? Like he just got on. on. I thought he was with Tasha. Tasha was like, nah. I, I don't know him. him. I don't know him. I thought he was with y'all. I don't know him. Nah. Okay, son. so see, see, see. Nah, yeah, you know, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah like we're going to do a head count. Like, <laughs> not, first of all, it was like already 14 or 15 us on the bus. All right. right we're doing yeah. a head count. <laughs> we're on a cheese bus. Yeah, we're on a cheese bus. A, a cheese bus. I literally what I'm saying, cheese bus. We were sitting That's in the right. buses, the regular chairs. We were sitting in the wheelchairs and everything. That type of cheese bus that had that stuff on it and stuff. So yeah, I mean, we uh, have to. Be... Yeah, no, I'm familiar. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we <laughs> want to. We want to get out to the big fest. 
my father, he had my father had like 50 of them. So I was like, F it, let's, let's we're gonna take we're going to the Greek fast. <laughs> so I so, so I have a question. You got you um, got okay, so you guys did make it home safely, obviously, but of course, yeah. 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 What was the like? What was the like? What was the condition of the bus when you got back home? Oh, the bus was cool. The bus was cool. Nah, no, it wasn't. No, what? No, that wasn't. No, that no. Wasn't well, physically and mechanically, it was. Right, 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 right. But Ooh. a few people threw up. Uh huh. <laughs> that wasn't yeah, that see. night. Yeah. That no, that wasn't that night. That you threw that up that night, night coming from coming from out Long Island. Right at at Tea House. Yeah. Yo, Wait. we yeah, we because let me that summer my father bus got us wherever the hell we wanted. We was we was like effing. We ain't had no we for my father, he was so stern on getting me a car because I was a girl and stuff. So I was like, listen, daddy got like 50 of these yellow buses. We're gonna pick our poison. We're gonna get to where we don't want to go, or we're gonna worry about how we look when we get in here. Point blank period. <laughs> so we 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 got on a yellow bus. We at my cousin house, this one here, the one to get drunk as hell. No, tell the host, tell it, tell it, tell it, Tasha, Tasha. <laughs> what? How did that? We get drunk as hell. We're coming back because you are making the drinks, doing all kind of. Conspiracy. I don't even know how I got that. Yo, I walk into the party that I was invited to. Somehow, everybody already knew me. Who well, I didn't even know these people, and everybody had they cups up in the hand for me to make them drinks. I was like, okay. So I, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what I was doing. I started mixing drinks. I was 18 and, at the time. I never mixed drinks, but I, I knew then, something was happening. I knew something was happening because the drinks was foaming at the top. So maybe I could have said something. <laughs> Hold on, y'all. Hold on, Mama, you go ahead and tell a story. Tell a story. Right, you always tell. Right, Tasha's always telling the half to. She makes the drink, then she. I lose her because I don't know what's going on. I find her an hour later. She's sitting on the steps. Talking about, I can't feel my arms. Is my head still attached to my body? Like, just all kind of crazy stuff she was doing. But Tasha is the emphasis for everything that goes on. And then when it goes bad, she tries to do the, I don't really know, y'all, step off nonsense. She's a horrible individual. She's a horrible creature. Okay, so <laughs> she threw you guys under the bus. Right, like, like, oh, anytime something real goes on, Tasha steps off and leaves everybody for dead. Don't, don't, don't let her, don't let that little sweet sound fool you. She's a horrible. I will not partake in this foolishness. I do not believe, I will not accept the lies and deception being spread across this show tonight. Please, please, Tasha's a horrible person. She, oh, she creates events where there's complete chaos and just stands back and go, that's terrible what they're doing over there. I don't even understand what's happening. And she was the one that caused it to happen. She's horrible. She's, she's, mm -mm. she's Tasha didn't do that. Mm -mm. Not the yeah, Duchess. Don't, the Duchess don't, don't do that kind of stuff. The Duchess, mm -mm. Yes, she, yes, she does. Yes, she does. She's just old now and she don't have that kind of energy no more. Yes, she did. She's, a, she's an awful person. Nope. <laughs> she's mm -mm. an awful nope. person. Nope, we'll do that. Stop nope. Steady. Stop, steady. Mm -mm. Stop, steady. Mm -mm. Stop Not the Duchess. Uh-uh. Nope. Kyle, what you got to say about this? I, I, I did not see where this was going. Um, <laughs> it, 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 it's like, okay, you think it's school bus joy rides? Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, this I is, uh, it got us everywhere we needed to go that summer. So I, I cannot even lie. I cannot man. even lie. The most, Never a dull moment. the most I would get in trouble for that I can that I can remember is if I was out late and I didn't call my mom to let her know I was safe. 
that was the only oh yeah i don't know nothing about what you're talking about no because see uh that that because that was it for the most part i'm a shut-in right so so Mm -hmm. when so when i did go out it was always to the same places but if i didn't call my mom to let her know i was safe or you know i didn't come back home in the next day or something then it'd be you know it'd be it'd be a different story she knew who i was with but she just wanted to know i was safe you know that was it. Yeah, I don't know. I can't. I can't relate to nothing you talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I can't relate to nothing you talking Uh-oh, about. That's crazy. So what did tell me why your teacher Miss Burke? Oh, my bad. My bad. My bad. That one was supposed to. Disregard that, people. I apologize. <laughs> what you watching, bro? First of all, I accidentally clicked on my TikTok app, and that's what uh, happened. That's okay. my story. What's going on on the TikTok app? Oh, oh, okay, player. My bad. I'm sorry. I forgot. I had my sound still up from the uh, music moment. <laughs> what am I apologizing for? Y'all know we do everything. We yeah, don't know that. Like, I gotta be grand. Okay, first of all, I want to know what the hell she said while I was going, because I had to take I this said you're, oh, I said uh-huh. you're an awful person who's always started stuff, and then would step off when stuff would be chaotic. How the hell you know, first of all, first of all, first of all, like, you're, you're designating me to make drinks that night. So let me finish telling this story. Listen, you was drinking what I was making. So y- y'all know how them yellow buses are set up. There's one behind the other, right? So we're going on the way back home, three o'clock in the morning, right? Now I'm not drunk, you know. I, I didn't drive. I don't drink no the shit I make. You know what I'm saying? I'm not drunk. I didn't drink that shit. Wait a minute. So then, who was holding their head? That wasn't you. Who was that? No, I don't know who one of y'all was holding your head, but I can tell you what you was doing. Let me tell you what Lawana was doing. Her head was actually hanging out the window of the school bus. Right, <laughs> hanging out the window of the school bus, uh, uh, and so I'm like, well, "What's wrong with this bitch?" Right, so I paid her no mind. So I'm letting the wind hit me in the ear. The cool wind hit me in the ear, right? And then also, I was like, "Shit, is it raining out here?" Goddamn! I'm like, "It must be raining." It wasn't raining. This bitch was thrown up, and the wind was pushing it towards me. <laughs> Oh God! Oh. And the wind was pushing it towards me. I'm sitting my head out the window. I'm like, "What is it raining?" I said, "It was a nice night, and it started raining all of a sudden." And <laughs> just throwing up, and in the end, the wind is pushing it back, smacking everybody in their faces. And, then, and, uh, I'm, and then I'm like, "I'll be right back, yo." <laughs> listen, listen, it is what it is. But once again, everybody in there is underage. Now, God bless the dead. The only thing I felt, I look, I listen. Exactly. Now, I, now, the only situation I felt bad for, and God bless the dead, Tasha, that night I was mixing drinks at your house. Oh, no, no. She, right. check, it, check, it, check it out, steady, steady. Check this out. <laughs> it was my birthday. So okay, I'm your birthday. So I'm always throwing a birthday party. I'm always throwing a birthday party. Yeah, I think okay. that's essential. So... Whatever, whatever go on, as usual, I get overly intoxicated and I find my way upstairs because I, I can't do nothing for nobody anymore any further. Shut up. So now I'm up there reviewing my life, trying to get the room to stop spinning. <laughs> so I hear her. I hear them downstairs because I listen, lock the door when y'all leave. I whatever. So then I hear I hear Dree and Tasha saying she's talking about the cake or whatever. The birthday cake. I was invited to a birthday party. She's talking about the birthday cake. So my sister, I left her saying, don't drink none of that. Because my sister was an asthmatic. 
a badass. She tossed us not to drink none of what I, I made. I said, yo, don't mess with nothing Tasha made. Yo, you just sip some water. Don't mess with that. <laughs> so then, after a while, I think she gets all intoxicated. My cousin, who's a designated take care of the drunk people because she didn't drink, brings my sister up because my sister starts mm. talking about how she can't breathe. Oh, so then, after my, she's like, wait, Tasha goes, wait, what? You can't breathe? This one coasting. You you can't breathe. So my cousin brings my sister upstairs. My sister's up there talking about, I really think I need to go to the hospital. I really can't breathe. I hear Adrian and Tasha scrapping. Adrian is like, wait a minute. We we, we can't leave like this. Right? right? I, had to, I had to get the fuck out of there because I didn't know what's right, about right, to go Adrian, on. Adrian is saying, like, yo, we should call somebody. Like, Adrian is always the adult. She's like, okay, fun time's over now. This is serious. She is talking about she can't breathe. What are we going to do? Tasha was like, you better get your shit and come on because I'm getting the fuck up out of here now. I can't get involved with no shit like that. <laughs> like, like, Tasha was like, get your shit, let's go. And right, and so then, because Adrian, because Tasha drove, Tasha was like, well, you getting a ride with me, get your shit and come on. And then, she, and then, and then, then Tasha goes, wait, I want some cake. And Adrian was like, well, we can't cut the cake because the one on here, she said, I, and then this one, I came for a birthday party. So I, I want my cake. cake. <laughs> I'm just like, she cut the cake. The asthmatic girl is upstairs talking about she can't breathe. We should probably go somewhere. Adrian's downstairs. Her nerves is bad. And she's saying, this is not right. We got to do something better than this. And Tasha's like, get your shit and come on if you're coming with me. Because I'm getting the fuck up out of here. Shit, is you yeah. coming or is you ain't? <laughs> right, right. You, you coming is you ain't. It's just so ridiculous. It's, Tasha's a horrible person. I felt this the only thing I felt. I didn't know the drink I mixed up because the male cause the asthma attack. Well, I, I didn't know what y'all was gonna do. Not to drink it. I said to you, like, yo, this bitch is an asthmatic. This bitch is an asthmatic. She should not be fucking around with nothing but water. <laughs> okay. And she was in there trying to be with that dude, whatever his name was. I don't know. And he was sitting up there, and I was like, so ain't nobody gonna stop this. And I, I have nothing. I was like, do whatever y'all want. Because I wasn't going to the hospital with nobody. I was laying on the bunk bed trying to get my life together. She was on the top bunk bed. I was on the bottom bunk bed because we was in the kids' room. That's as far as we made it, to the kids' room. <laughs> I don't even know where the kids was. We was in the kids' room, and I was trying to regroup, and I could hear Tasha shuffling downstairs, demanding cake, telling Adrian to get her <laughs> shit. Come on, let's go. And I look, I took my cake. I cut it. I, Tasha, I know you cut it because I heard you saying I came here for a birthday party. I'm a tight of the cake. I'm just like, <laughs> like you had somebody else's house talking about what you entitled to. You're a horrible individual. You're a horrible person. I'm not a horrible. Don't say that. Tasha, you're a horrible person. You and Adrian was being Adrian was like, okay, this is serious, Tasha. Maybe we should do something. You was like, you either come in or you ain't, because I'm out of here. <laughs> like, like that's it. Yeah, you called the next day and was like, yo, is everything all right over there? I see Adrian in the comments coming and talking about, yeah, Tasha, tell her, this, tell, tell her truth. Tell her truth. Look, you know what, Adrian? I've been there for you. All right? Don't do I've that. Been Don't do that. She ain't here to defend herself. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. I've been there for Adrian. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do anything. I'm telling you because you're going to get nice. Don't play. She's not here to defend herself. Don't do that. She is. She's in the comments. She could just be in the comments. That's it. That's fine. That's fine. She's watching. We thank you for watching, Aaron. Like, stop it, Kosin. You're getting out of hand now. You're getting a little out of hand. 
stick to the podcast people on the screen. Yeah, you, are, you that's what I'm talking. See, steady, that's what I'm talking about with her. She's horrible. She's horrible. I'm not horrible. They always putting me on blast. Only on who they want. Do we go from an emotional inside voices phone call? <laughs> <laughs> to this whole reflection, re- <laughs> so I see, I see what y'all talking about. Where did this show go in the middle of this? We needed some laughs after that very emotional, real. Hour. I'm just saying, this is not laughs. This is a whole who's telling the truth and who just said yeah, no, 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 it. But it, the it, gist it. of it, though, the gist but, of it though, uh, is any of those moments, even though we laughing and kidding, seriously, any of those moments could have went. Real wrong. One person don't do something, somebody make a left instead of a right. Tasha, the dude she pick up is really a murderer. Like <laughs> any, like, like anything could go wrong. The dude hiding out on my porch, he could somebody could have seen him and say, "Yo, what's up, son?" And then the guy goes, "I knew it was you." And then that goes wrong. Like anything. Look, I didn't know that night was unfolding like that. No, 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 no. No one, I, no I one could have predicted it, but uh, seriously, I, I do not blame you. But I'm, you know, be laughing seriously. Many moments in our life, one, one time you don't show up on time, one time you make a left turn, and we are in jail trying to tell a story. Seriously, somebody was looking out for us because we kept playing Russian roulette many a time. When we went up in that house up to them stairs, they could have locked us up in there. When me and you was huddled on that bed, just saying, "Just let us get out of here safely." Oh, that's when we was with. Um, I'm gonna say yes. that Mr. Cheeks yes. from Lord's yes. Yes. we was up there that with him. Oh man, that was a dangerous situation too. Like we laughing, but that could have been a dangerous situation too. Marriage boot camp, eat your heart out. These stories just top nah, you tonight. You don't need. You don't need it. No, you don't need it. These, these stories top it. I ain't lying. They definitely just beat it. I'm sorry. Lying, Whatever we was initially supposed to cover, it's out the window now. Right. I mean, at tw- being 21, just thinking about being that age and all the things you've done in your life, for me, a whole lot of things could have went wrong a whole lot of times. And most of those times, I would have been locked up with Kosin. I would have absolutely... Yeah, we would have been locked up together. together. We did, so we would have been locked up together. (laughs) Right. We would have been locked up together. We would have been locked up together. Yo, yo, no. Tasha. Yeah. Remember that time? Remember that time Judy called you, put the pressure on you, trying to find out where I was? Yo! (laughs) Yo! 